Welcome to the Athletic MBA Show, Monday through Friday, on the Athletic Podcast Network. I do have a take. Point of contention. A hero is more than a sandwich. Welcome to Point of Contention. Five subjects, five minutes, five points of contention coming up on the show. LeBron wants his respect. We've got MVP odds for next season. If we have a season coming up anytime soon, we've got warriors we've got coaching carousel and we've got potentially a new person in south beach oh my goodness i'm zach harper the host of point of contention jade hoy is the producer of point of contention and in this corner the esteemed author the bay area legend marcus thompson marcus very quick who do you have winning the nba title next year let's go with philly philadelphia 76ers winning the title (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> okay, and then in this corner, returning to POC, this time to sit in for Ethan Sherwood-Strauss, who's on vacation, I guess. It's the one and only James Edward 3.0. James, this is not me writing this question, so take it however you want. When can people expect JE 4.0? That actually came up today over breakfast, and uh, she said she wanted to get married first, so not for a long time is the answer. Mazel tov anyway. All right. Jade, start the clock. Take one. R-E-S-P-E-C-T. What you want. Baby, I guess we don't got it. For LeBron James, just after winning his fourth NBA title, his fourth finals MVP, LeBron James, on Sunday night, asked people to give him some respect. We just want our respect. Rob wants his respect. Coach Vogel wants his respect. Organization want their respect. Laker Nation want their respect. And I want my damn respect, too. He also asked people to respect Lakers Nation, Frank Vogel, the Bus family, Rob Palenka Lowe. I think he may even mention like Space Jam 2, there's Blaze Pizza. Whatever venture he's got, the list went on and on for who needs respect. This was the same LeBron who also helped, you know, kind of massage this Wash King hashtag narrative and cultivating the We Believe Underdog Lakers narrative as, the, you know, they're one seed with the best record uh, in the Western Conference. He says, me and AD are best friends forever. Marcus, you got into it on this Wednesday's Hoops Adjacent. I'm curious, who was this comment directed at exactly? Can I, can I venture a guess here, Zach, sure. and say generally... I think he's talking to white people. Oh, I think he's okay. I think he's directed <laughs> right this. out of the gates. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I just wanted to, make, I just wanted to make you uncomfortable. He's talking to Skip Bayless. Isn't this obvious? I mean, he's talking to uh, his critics, and Skip Bayless is the leader of them. And there's maybe like five, six other people. He's talking to uh, uh, Warriors fans. Like he's talking to whatever segment. This little huddle is of people who don't like LeBron. That's who he's talking to. But Skip Bayless is the leader. And to be honest, I don't think he should be talking to them at all. They're irrelevant. They're small in nature. Nobody disrespects LeBron seriously. Wow, James, we all know how powerful LeBron is. He's got a lot of influence when it comes to what is said and written about him. Is LeBron the greatest ever at controlling the narrative? I think he is. But one thing to to Marcus's point, I I think LeBron sat back during COVID, had to take in this Michael Jordan 10 part documentary and all the millennials that were were in LeBron's corner. He's better than Jordan. I never watched Jordan play. Jordan played against Craig Elo. 
he had to take that in and watch those people convert and, and kind of submit to Jordan being the best. And you kind of, I think you saw, I think he felt like his name was getting pushed down the list. And this was his FU moment to all them. Like, I'm still here. You're not going to switch up. And and look what we just did. Um, but yes, yeah, how is it disrespectful? How is that disrespectful? I don't, how is it at all disrespectful to be like, you know what? I think Jordan is better. Oh, oh that's is that like a yo mama joke or something? <laughs> like, where's the disrespect in that? I don't think there's disrespect, but I, I think he wants more respect put on his name. I don't think it's disrespectful. I think he people took this break and they forgot because this Jordan documentary came out and everybody was in love with Jordan. And this is LeBron's kind of magnus opus to, to that. Preference is not disrespect. Let's 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 just get that out the way. You know what? Well, there are some I, predictions I, from the preseason that would I pre- differ, Marcus. <laughs> I prefer no preference does not equal disrespect. Preference equals preference. I'm not disrespecting every other woman ever made because I have a preference for my wife. I don't disrespect. That, that's crazy. I just have Good a answer. preference. Disrespect is different. It's like literal disrespect. It's you are trash. You are terrible. You are not worthy. Preference because somebody prefers someone else does not mean disrespect to everybody who wasn't preferred. Look, I'd much rather Ethan. No disrespect to James. <laughs> well, yeah, because Ethan's easier to win an argument against. <laughs> I don't even know what to say. That, that hurt my feelings. Like I don't wow, even know what to yeah. say. Oh, disrespect! Yeah, disrespect! Use that to fuel you, James. It's got to fuel you. Well, all right. I want to offer this up, James. I wasn't with him when he said, and give me my respect, because I feel like everyone respects you at this point, or everyone who matters respects you at this point. But when he said, give Frank some respect, Rob some respect, the Lakers some respect, I think there's some credence in that. I think those guys were disrespected or dismissed enough. Yeah, I mean, look, it's the Lakers, and not many teams are able to build um, championship contenders with, with such a turnaround that they did. Um, yes, you got to give credit to, to Rob Palinka and, and crew for getting the pieces to get AD um, for being attract. I mean, how attractive was that set up for LeBron to get there? It's L.A. It's the Lakers that does itself that that does it in itself. Um, I, Frank Vogel definitely needs his, deserves his respect. I always liked Frank Vogel um, as the Pacers coach. I, I think that he kind of ran into some buzz saws in the East, and then I thought he adapted well in this in this finals, and and it showed defensively. wasn't afraid to switch up lineups. I think he deserves respect. But as far as like the Lakers and the front office, like it's L.A. It's the Lakers. It's not too like they could contend every single year if they wanted to. Um, and I mean, not every single year, but you know what I mean? Like people want to go play there. They LeBron wanted to go play there. It's not it, this wasn't some magical piecing of a puzzle that that got him there. I mean, the team, they're fine. If this team doesn't have LeBron or AD, I don't they're not winning the championship. They have to have both. Why, why do we do this whole thing, James, where it's like uh, if you like improve at something and get better or reach a certain pinnacle like it, we we were supposed to act as if you were there all along when obviously you grew right right uh frank vogel was a middle of the road coach that's what he was mm-hmm. it's not disrespect to acknowledge that he was a playoff coach he was a good coach he wasn't in the category of eric spolstra he wasn't in the category of greg popovich no. guess what you win a title now you are it wasn't disrespect to call it what it was. Hey, I used to be poor and now I'm not. I wasn't disrespected if you said I was. You didn't disrespect me by calling me poor. I actually used to be poor right. and now I'm not. That's what growth is. 
That's what development is. Oh, yeah. Some people transcend what they used to be. And when they get there, you shake their hand and say, congratulations. They don't turn around and say, y'all was disrespecting me the whole time. Like, no, you were where you were, period. It's not to turn that into a slight is to demean the actual growth and accomplishment. And that's just my two sets of uh, dime store psychology. Wow. Um, well, I, I think that's all very well and good, except here's the thing, Marcus, we have more disrespect on the way. Take two, Jade! Take two. Sportsbetting.com has the MVP odds for the 2021 season. And LeBron James is not first. He is not second. He is not third. He is tied for fourth. With Anthony Davis at seven to one odds, Luka Doncic one, Giannis Antetokounmpo second with uh, nine to two odds, Steph Curry at third five to one odds, and LeBron and Anthony Davis both seven to one odds. One I like is that Kevin Durant at ten to one. Let me tell you that, but that's a subject for another day, gentlemen. So, James, I want to be respectful on this when I ask you: Are we out of our minds putting LeBron fourth out of all these bums ahead of him? No, and he's out of his mind if he thought he should have been MVP this year. It's a regular season award. Giannis was the best player on the best team in the regular season. Like, it's end of discussion. This is what it is. If they want to change the rules and change the award, fine. Then, yeah, once that happens, LeBron has a case. But until then, it's a regular season award. And until then, Giannis and the Bucks are likely probably going to have the best record because they play the Pistons, the Cavs, and the Bulls three times a year, uh, four times a year for some of them. They, they, they're very good in the regular season. They're, they're deep for a regular season team. Their flaws show in the playoffs, but it's a regular season award. LeBron's probably going to miss some games. AD's going to miss some games. Luka's going to you hope he doesn't miss any games being young, but he doesn't need to really load manage. The, the Mavericks could be interesting. I, I I think LeBron, some of that respect stuff felt like it was to me was also a shot at Giannis and him not winning MVP just because of how when that was announced, it was a little weird. I, Giannis deserved it. It's a regular season award and a discussion in my mind. Uh, Marcus, uh, how much are we putting down on Steph for MVP? Because, you know, find the one odds. The return has been, you know, kind of a little pissed off. I'm not putting anything down because I'm I'm not a gambling man. So I put zero dollars down on Stephen Curry. I put zero dollars down on Anthony Davis, and I'm putting all my money on LeBron because this is disrespectful. Wow, LeBron, what? LeBron being fourth is disrespectful. I want my damn respect. I can't, too. Are you serious? Did, did they not just watch what he did in Vegas? Are, are we? Are you kidding me? Luka Doncic. MVP, is there any chance that Luka Doncic and the Dallas Mavericks finish above the Lakers next year? (laughs) That would have to happen in order for Luka to get above. Giannis, really? Giannis is going to be a a three-time MVP before we go with LeBron? Come on, I'll tell you this, Marcus. He better hit 153s if he wants to make uh, MVP for a third straight season. That's the only way it happens. Yeah, there's no way. Giannis really – it's just not happening. But that's the caveat. That's See, that's where you get – there's a good case. Giannis has a better regular season next year. But then when you throw in the caveat of of writers and and voters factoring in LeBron doesn't have – you know what I mean? Like that could be a caveat. But Giannis is going to have a better regular season. He is. Here's where – here's where like all of this is silly, right? Because it's a regular season award. James, you're right. But it has playoff implications, mm. right? Yeah, it's terribly. It's one announced. of the things like, yeah. It, so this is all based on 
what happened in the playoffs this year, and now you carry that into next year. Giannis won't win because everybody knows whatever he does in the regular season doesn't matter. He's got to get into the Eastern Conference Finals or to the Finals. For all that stuff now, it's just hype. This stuff is based on storylines, mm. right? This stuff is based on like who envisioned somebody sitting in their office, foaming at the mouth about why I'm going to ball this year. Steph, you put him in the mix because the Warriors have been out a year. He's going to want to come back. Luca's on the rise. Anthony Davis wants his wants his time. Like all this is about storylines and not about actually who will be the best player for the team. Because where's 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 Jimmy Butler at in this? Right, right? he's probably he should be in the most valuable. Well, I can tell you. Matter of fact, he should be on the list. I can tell you, he's there. He's at twenty-five to one odds, along with another great bet here, Nikola Jokic, twenty-five to one odds. Where's Jamal Murray? Jamal Murray, hundred to one odds, tied with Ben Whoa. Simmons. Disrespect. You want to talk about the actual yeah. disrespect? Here's who needs to feel disrespected: Drew Holiday, Kristaps Porzingis, Chris Middleton. Victor Oladipo. You know why? Because they're all tied at 500 to 1 odds with RJ Barrett, Colin Sexton, and Devontae fucking Graham. How did he get into the mix? Someone's got to score. Mean, yeah. He's going to get buckets with, with Hornets. He is with the Hornets, right? <laughs> no, you cannot be the most valuable player or in the consideration in any way. you got to be off the board if we don't know where he plays. Yes, he you plays for the yeah, Hornets. You can't be a contestant on who he played for and be no, the MVP. No, you can't. <laughs> I mean, I knew. I was just making sure. Like, you sure, know. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you were just checking that we knew. That's what that was. I mean, there there was a slight chance he could have been on a different team. Sure, yeah. absolutely. Speaking of going to a different team. Take three, the coaching carousel spins me right round, baby, right round. Like a record. Stan Van Gundy, Ty Lue. Hell, let's throw Phil Jackson in the mix just because we haven't had enough rumors with Phil Jackson in the last couple of years. The Pelicans have reportedly narrowed down their coaching candidates to a few good men and now must decide. Lou is in the mix for everything, right? Rockets, Clippers, Pelicans. Uh, I'm sure the Thunder would love him. I'm sure, I'm sure actually at this point the Knicks would. If they knew they could get Ty Lue, they'd love some Ty Lue right now, right? The Rockets and Clippers are looking for a coach. Again, Thunder looking for a coach. Lou's got a championship on his resume. Stan Van's coached the team to the finals before. So David Griffin has ties to, to Ty Lue. David Griffin, like Stan Van Gundy, and Stan Van Gundy may want to be the guy who brings Zion Williamson into prominence. So, Marcus, if you're the Pelicans, who do you want as the next head coach of your team? Uh, if I If I don't say LeBron, is that disrespectful? Yes, I, he should I be I the player coach, player for the Lakers, coach for the Pelicans, 100%. By, by the way, I, I've decided I'm putting 30 down on Steph. That, that feels like a fitting number. I I think the Pelicans should actually try to make a, a strong push for Ty Lue. I, I, I don't think they could get him, but I do feel like they need this, this nice blend of experience and relatability. Let me tell you this. Uh, can I throw a little of my reporting into this? Okay. Yes. Before the Doc Rivers news with the Clippers happened, I had heard from various people close to the Pelicans organization that they were they felt pretty good that Ty Lue was going to be the, the coach. And then after the Doc Rivers stuff happened, I asked, hey, still feel that way? And they said, I'll get back to you. And they're not coming <laughs> back to me. I was like, was it we were just on Bourbon Street feel pretty good? <laughs> <laughs> like, what kind of pretty good are we talking about? I, I, I think they could really go wrong 
if they pick, like they could really blow this if you get the wrong guy for Zion because yeah. just judging by what we know of Zion so far, like he has to be, you got to deal with him, right? Mm-hmm. Like he's a different cat. So they need somebody who has the credibility to be able to go in and, and command especially defense from this group. But also they can't have some old curmudgeon in there like this is how we do it. Like it just ain't gonna work that way. Ty Lu feels like the really good in between candidate right now who can say, yo, I coach LeBron and I got a chip. And also, man, let me let me let let me get down to your level and show you how this is really supposed to go. I'm gonna I'm gonna contradict myself in explaining why I think Stan Van would be a good fit in New Orleans and hope it makes sense as I as I rambled through. I had one year experience with Stan Van, my first year covering the Pistons. It was his last year. I remember the three hour shoot arounds. I remember the waiting in the uh, opposing team's media room for him to finish up at one o'clock and the games at seven. If Stan learned kind of by him taking a step back, if he learned how to coach in the new NBA in terms of player management, um, kind of the luxuries that these players have today, I think he's a good fit because I do think this Pelicans team does need to be coached hard. Not to say Alvin Gentry didn't coach them hard. He, he seems like more of a kind of a laid back guy you want to go get a beer with um, than your line to line whistle blowing coach. Do Does an NBA player, especially a young one like Zion, do they need that in today's NBA? I don't know. I, I'd be curious to see. But I think Stan has a good mix. If he learned from from his mistakes in Detroit, which now he doesn't have to be team president, so that's part of it. If he learned kind of how to manage players and thoughts and emotions and even just the physical aspect of things being draining, it being a long season, I think he would be a good coach because I do think he would coach these guys hard and demand a lot out of them. If you're uh, if you're Ty Lue, do you consider the Houston job at all, or is it Pelicans, Clippers, bust? There's no way I'm coaching Houston. This has just no, got to be a no negotiation way. play, right? I'm yeah, not no. doing it. It's got to be a, yeah, a leverage play. There's just no way that I'm feeling like I'm going to be the guy to fix that. Yeah, nah, if I have to watch no. Russell Westbrook as my job, yeah, let me change professions. Also, also, if, also well, wow, Jesus, James. Um, also, I'm just saying, hope he doesn't listen to this. We know Tillman Fertitta doesn't have that kind of money. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Come on. I'm not about to work for the owner that's like to sell off the washing the machines if he like, signs yeah, Ty Lue. I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that. Yeah, nah. If like if if he he's got to be just trying to drive up the price like that. That's it. Which is smart. I don't even know why the Clippers let him out the door. Well, like, I don't even know why he's talking to. Somebody. Isn't that smart? James? If you're if you're Ty Lue and like, hey, hey, we got rid of Doc for you, and then Doc goes inside, I'd be like, all right, cool. Uh, that price just went up. Yeah, absolutely, hundred percent. And Ty Lue should raise the price. He has a, like you said, he has a ring. Players love him. Yeah, it sounds like every player that's ever played for him goes to bet for him. That's a dude that. I mean, I don't think he should have been an assistant. I, I, I get uh, from everything you hear, he should have been a head coach right after the Cleveland job. This episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, the official beer sponsor of the NBA. Want to get closer to the game than ever before? Michelob Ultra Courtside is giving fans the chance to win exclusive NBA prizes and experiences like official gear, courtside seats to an NBA game, and more. Head over to MichelobUltra.com courtside to learn more. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7, U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day, or night. Yep, you heard that right. 
You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Take four. Guys, perhaps the most exciting thing about the upcoming season, whenever that is, is the return of the Golden State Warriors. That's right. They're still a team and they might be pretty good. The 2020 run, kind of just get rid of that one. We don't need that one. That that got ruined in June of 2019 with all those injuries. But this team is returning with Steph, with Clay, with Draymond, and possibly a number two pick unless they trade that thing. Let's take a look at those uh, 2021 title odds and the Warriors sixth plus 1400 behind the Lakers, the Clippers, the Bucks, the Celtics, and the Nets. Just ahead of the Miami Heat and the Denver Nuggets. So, Marcus, we'll start with you since you cover that Warriors team. What's the feeling within the organization right now? So, there, there, it, it, there's kind of a split, right? There's, there's a wait. Let's see if they still got it. Kind of vibe, right? Uh, I mean, we think they do. We hope they do. But let's see. I mean, nobody's seen Clay in over what, what, eighteen months, and. We're, we we've we've seen Steph for a few games, and the few games we saw, it did not go well, right? Draymond played a whole season and he struggled, so there is some like idea of let's see if they have it. And then the other thing is, all right, it'll be 2016 as soon as they hit the floor again, and they will be hungry. There is no question about that. They are driven. They've heard all the talk. Uh, the question is just how healthy will they be and how will they be surrounded? Because Harrison Barnes ain't, ain't on the team anymore. Mm. Andrew Bogan, Andre Iguodala ain't on the team anymore. Mm. So Don't forget Sean Livingston. Show some respect. Sean Livingston wow. is not on his team anymore. I, I guess that was disrespect, right? To me, you know it is. To me. But 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 he kind of is on his team. He's that's in the front office. That's true. That's true. So take it back, sir. Take it back. <laughs> I, just always, I, so, I, I got to get my Livingston reference in. It's disrespectful of LeBron James, it's regardless of what whether or not he's in the organization. And I want my damn respect too. Uh, James, let's swing to the East. Who should be the favorites in the East? Yeah, I mean, this is Philly. What? I, I will not say Philly. Um, <laughs> and I, I I can't say the Bucks. I'm going to go Miami. I, I think they deserve it. I again, I think that if the injuries didn't happen, I think this series it, would Game Seven be tonight. If the uh, what's today? Game it, seven would have been last night. La- I hey, somebody's holding the trophy last night. If the injuries didn't happen, in my opinion, I think that Miami team is well rounded. They have the perfect leader. Bam is the prototypical center in today's game. I mean, we, we all know what Miami is. I think they deserve it. Put some respect on their name. I think they've shown that they can be even better next regular season because they've. I think they've grown throughout this bubble. And you already know that they have kind of that playoff makeup. Boston, Boston needs to add some pieces. They need to try to get, they need to get very uh, creative in how they build their team with no cap space. Uh, Brooklyn, I need to see it. I'm not the biggest Kyrie guy. I don't know if he leads to winning basketball. Um, I think he's going to take away from Levert and Dinwiddie, who the Nets need if they're going to contend for a title. Uh, but yeah, I, I think Miami needs to be higher than seven. I don't. I'd almost put them probably two or three. Well, I mean as. The great Jimmy Butler would say, I'm so fucking locked in right now and winning's the only thing on my mind. I think it was I the first part I know. The second part I don't really remember, Jay, <laughs> Something but like I that. know that's your favorite quote. Uh Marcus, it does feel a little since we're talking about a lack of respect. Maybe being so low, I mean this team's only gonna get better. 
No, no, no. You, we can't do. Can we stop with this? Why? You think you think Jimmy Butler wants respect? I don't even know who Jimmy Butler is with respect, wow. quote unquote respect. Wow. Jimmy Butler, matter of fact, put him lower. Jimmy Butler wants you to underestimate him. Why do we want, when do, in what universe do we want to overestimate Eric Spolstra and Jimmy Butler and Pat Riley? That's not what we want to do. Matter of fact, when they were in the seat, they won two out of four instead of seven or eight. All right. I like, I like them climbing their way up against the grain. Wow. Also, yeah, let's see. Let's hold off and let's see if we could get uh, 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 Crowder hitting 99% of his threes again. Well, I'm pretty sure they already <laughs> have Victor off. Oladipo on the team somehow. So uh, he seems to be yeah, entrenched facts, in yeah. Miami if you are anywhere on his Instagram. It is all. I think he just lives there now. Um, but, let, all right, Marcus, if I say Kevin Durant is back to being Kevin Durant, you're taking the Nets or you're taking the Heat? Yeah, I'm thinking. Uh, you know what? The Nets remind me of what the Clippers just went through. I agree. They, they have mm. this. They have this team that's kind of already set, and they were grinding, and they're good, and they got their roles. And then you drop in two superstars, right? And it kind of, you know, everybody gets pushed down a level. How, how does that handle? I think they might need a year. Uh, I think they might need to to, you know, to tweak some things. But yeah, if, if Kevin Durant is fully healthy, I'm putting them over Milwaukee. I, I'm putting them over Milwaukee. I, I, there's, there's a few teams in the East I just don't believe in. So I'm putting them over the Raptors. Expect to, expect to hear from at not Katie's burner 500 uh, <laughs> later today on uh, on the old Twitter machine. All right. Show me something, Katie. Show me something. Hey, you KD. You Kevin Durant. I'm Kevin Durant. You know who I am. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day, or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service that you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. You know, if I would have applied myself, I could have gone to the NBA. You think so? Yeah, I think so. But it's just like, it's been done. You know, I didn't want to, I was like, I don't want to be a follower. Hi, I'm Jason Concepcion. And I'm Shea Serrano. And we are back. We have a new podcast from Wondery. It's called Six Trophies. Woo! And it's the f-ing best. Each week, Shea Serrano and I are combing through all the NBA storylines, finding the best, most interesting, most compelling stories, and then handing out six pop culture themed trophies for six basketball related activities. Trophies like the Dominic. Dominic Toretto, I live my life a quarter mile at a time trophy, which is given to someone who made a short-term decision with no regard for future consequence. Or the Christopher Nolan Tenet trophy, which is given to someone who did something that we didn't understand. Catalina wine mixer trophy. Ooh, the Lauren Hill, you might win some, but you just lost one trophy. And what's more, the NBA playoffs are here, so you want to make Six Trophies your go-to companion podcast through all the craziness. Follow Six Trophies on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Listen ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Take five. Giannis is taking his talents to South Beach. Speaking of those, he check out the rumor mill. What exactly a mill of rumor is, I don't really know. A rumor factory? A rumor warehouse? <laughs> Some kind of rumor machine? Like a rumor Amazon? I don't really know, guys, but I do know there are rumors out there, and Brian Windhorst dropped a little nugget on ESPN's The Jump on Tuesday, hinting that if Bam Adebayo and Giannis do not sign their extensions this offseason... 
that could be a big indication that Giannis will split from Miami. Windhorst said. And it's interesting to point out that Bam and Giannis Antetokounmpo have the same agent. Doesn't mean they'll make the same choices, but they have the same agent. If neither of them sign extensions this offseason, which they will both be presented with, watch out for the Miami Heat because it's an indication of what the possibility is. So, Marcus, Giannis would be risking a heck of a lot of money turning down the Supermax. Is this a lot of smoke being blown, or you see some fire in this heat? First off, uh, I need you to not be such a city boy, urban. What happened? You know, you don't know what a mill is. Come on, a rumor mill, America a mill, a mill, a mill is where like a million things are like a million dollars. No, like like, a, like what, a steel what Lil mill. Wayne used to rap about a milli. <laughs> Like yeah, like a meek meal. Yeah, absolutely. Lil Wayne is re- is manufacturing these rumors. Rumor, yeah, a rumor mill is a place where it's manufactured and put together and and concocted for consumption. Sounds like this a whole flyover state. I'm not interested in. It's founded over a mill. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You better get out of here, you coaster. There's a lot you, of mills you, around me right you now. Coast man. <laughs> <laughs> Windmills, you give you feel me, meek mills, mm. rumor mills, okay. rumor mills are the most valuable mills of all. Mm. I absolutely believe there's some smoke here or some fire here. I, I, I look if Giannis is a functional human being, he has to be considering his options. And yeah, he's turning out a lot of money, but how much will he make? And if he is everything people say he is, a guy who wants to win and he, he wants to, you know, he doesn't want to work out with LeBron and all that. He's at some point he knows he's got to win a championship. And if he's looking at Eric Bledsoe next year, if he's looking at George Hill as his point guard, yes, he might be thinking about this. I wouldn't be surprised if he's already thinking mm. about it. Two days after the season was over, he meet with the owners. Come on, there's 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 some fire here. It might be a little match, right? It might be one of a little little spark, but something's there. All right, whatever this mill is trying to manufacture, James. The Heat, the Mavericks, the Warriors. Do you think Giannis is in Milwaukee long-term? Before I answer that, and you guys feel free to call me an idiot, if I'm Miami, am I looking at that situation different now? I don't know. Like, it's Giannis. So, like, of course you want to get the best players. But they don't – do they need Giannis? Uh, I mean, it wouldn't hurt. They don't need Giannis to do what? This is what I would say is there's there's no need to trade for Giannis. There's no need to trade. I agree. There's no need to trade for Giannis. I just don't know. I, I think they're close, but I, I'm on the Miami Heat bandwagon. I'm driving it and pushing it when it runs out of gas. I'm I'm all that. I Mavericks are interesting to me. Um, kind of the the international centerpieces there. I think that's I think that's it would be an interesting storyline. I think he would complement those two well. Uh, Toronto, you didn't mention Toronto. I think that's a team to look out for. Uh, the Warriors, I don't see happening. If, if I had to put my money on it. If he leaves Milwaukee, I think it's Dallas or uh, who did I just say? Toronto. Toronto. Well, hold on, James. I don't. I mean, you know, I don't want to be rude here, but the last no. time that the Raptors were supposed to sign a big name free agent, it was Kevin Durant. It was because of Grievous Vasquez was on the roster, <laughs> and they're close. So I don't know if I'm buying, you know, the the Giannis to the Raptors idea. Although I know there are a lot of Raptors fans who are very encouraged by the Masai Ujiri connection. You don't buy, you don't buy the Masai connection. I, I mean, that, that Nigerian bond is strong. I'm I'm not doubting that it is, Marcus. I would never put myself in a position fa- to get. It, it was fostered in a mill. You know it's legit. <laughs> and and don't count out the Pistons. Tony Snell, 
Sean Sweeney, assistant coach, Giannis's best friends, do not are count you, out the Pistons in the sweepstakes. Are you telling me there is not only a rumor mill, but a Nigerian connection mill? Oh, man. There is. Festus Azili, Andre Iguodala, man, the Nigerian mill. Ross Gold on Wude. Yeah. Like, the Nigerian <laughs> mill is strong, baby. <laughs> You better, you better, you better hop on. I, I listen. I don't know. Listen, I don't know how to answer uh, that. I don't know how James, in his right mind, and James is my guy, like my man, fifty grand. Is he? Because right you've mind, been throwing him under the bus left and right in this yeah. episode. This, this, this is how you show love. How you gonna sit here and say the Warriors don't have a shot in the Ooh. Pistons, dude? I will, hold on. I was, I was, I was joking about the Pistons thing. The Pistons couldn't sign me right now. I'm not. You're not about to have me out there playing 40 minutes a game. Um, the, but the Warriors have a chance. I, I think they do have a chance. I would just. I think the map. I need to see no, what next year's Warriors look like first. I need to see it because they could be. They would look incredible with Giannis and Steph. Yeah, I, I think so. Giannis, from the, Steph and Clay. From the, to go? the last images I have of Clay and Steph in my head, the images I choose to retain, yes, I think so. I need to see it though. Uh, that's that's kind of the sentiment of everyone. Is like I kind of I need to see it. Uh, the, the The question is: Is there anybody Milwaukee can get to make Giannis stay? For me, that's the bigger question because they the ball is still in their court. What can they do to keep them keep them in town? Only person they can get realistically is Chris Paul, right? I agree. And maybe that'll do it. It might do it. Wouldn't shock me. But I would that love is, it. That's a lot of money then. Right? You don't, you don't think they get Westbrook? I he said, think, he, I said he, could, he said win a championship. I think not, they could easily lose. get Russell Westbrook. I don't think that's the issue. <laughs> he wants Giannis Come to on, stay, yeah. not leave. I think wow. if you I think if you booked a week at the Bubba Gump shrimp restaurant. <laughs> And just a week straight, and you offered to take Russell Westbrook off their hands. I think Tillman Fertitta does it in a second. I think he'll take any business he can get right now. He'll take whatever. Yeah. Right? Give me a freak. Just read his book, far. Shut Up in Business, or whatever it's called. I can't remember what it's called. <laughs> no, I always forget the title. I know it's Shut Up and Do Something. I think it's Shut Up in Business. Um, I, yeah, man, it feels like this Giannis, this Giannis South Beach thing is, is real. But also, I don't think he, James, I don't think he's passing up. The idea that he would pass up the Supermax is crazy to me. Yeah, I I want him to stay in Milwaukee. I'm all for pockets of teams in different areas of the country being interesting. Um, it would just yeah, it would suck if Giannis joins on one of these teams that's already right there at the at the doorstep. I I mean, and again, Milwaukee's at the doorstep, but it's because he was homegrown. So I'm all for keeping kind of the the talent spread out. Why? Why? Says the guy who's going to end up working in New York or L.A. Oh, you don't even no. buy your own theory. No, when I'm, you're a star reporter, no, no, like I'm, you know, like, I, am yeah, waiting. I don't want to hear this mess. When you're on TV, I don't want to hear this whole developed where you were growing. Like I don't want to hear that. I am you waiting stay for with the athletic for the rest of your life. Then I am waiting for Jason Quick to retire. My guy, Jason Quick. I would go. I will go to Portland before I go to any, to New York or LA. Wow. I I don't. Yeah, like I like the little the little niche cities. I'm not the I don't make enough hope, bank to live in those two, man. Just, I just want to let you know. That's the point. That's why you would go, so you could get the bank. I want to let you know it's 94 degrees here today in L.A. All right, that's going to do it for this week's Point of Contention on the Athletic NBA Show. Thanks for listening. Subscribe, rate, review, five stars, nice things to say, all that good stuff. Bump up those algorithms, people. Also, subscribe to the Athletic 
Make sure you get the great coverage from James, the great coverage from Marcus. I think I got a power rankings coming out this week at some point. Make sure you check all that. Plus, I got a special little project coming up soon with myself and Jade and someone else. I'm not going to give any more clues on that, but keep an eye out for that stuff. And keep it locked in here on the Athletic Podcast Network. Yo, Zach, you've been killing it, by the way. I'm really great. I'm really great. Yeah.